Hello, welcome to Connecting Christ. Thank you for joining us. Happy Easter. We're so blessed to be here with these great people. I have Joelle Taika. Hello, guys. Andrea Ayala. Hello. And on the phone, we have uh, JD. Yay! JD, what's up, JD? Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, thank you all for being here. Just a quick introduction. My name is Jonathan May. We're in Miami, Florida. Um, Man, I'm just so happy and so blessed to be here. Um, thank you for watching. It's something, you know, we're just so lucky to have such a great God. Um, the most powerful force in the universe, and it's great to be here. Andrea, you want to introduce yourself a little more? Oh, hello, guys. My name is Andrea. Um, I'm from Ecuador. Um, I'm John's girlfriend. <laughs> Fiance. Fiance. And yes. <laughs> He's already taking. All right. And Joel is a really good friend of us. Uh, and I'm very happy to be here today uh, sharing this day with you guys. Joel? Hi, guys. My name is Joel. And I'm glad to be here this wonderful Sunday. Uh, I can't believe uh, it's, another, it's another day. It's seven days so fast. So fast. Wow. But thank you guys for, for letting me be there. And thank you for listening to us. And um, I appreciate your comments and everything. Awesome, awesome. So, we're going to jump into the, the plans for today. One moment. So, just discussing the values of connecting Christ. We exalt the Lord our God. We raise Him up. He raised up 2,020 years ago today. And we're going to continue raising Him up every Sunday, every chance we get. Because we love Jesus and we love our God. We follow Jesus and his words, so today we're going to go through the scripture. We're going to tell you what Jesus said. We're going to tell you what we think about it, but, you know, you have, you have the words in front of you. You don't need anybody to interpret it for you. You don't need anybody to translate it for you. The words are there, and, and we hope you just learn from them directly. We don't judge others. We avoid criticizing others. This is an open place where we try to give as much respect, even if we disagree you know, respect and, and, and love on each other. We, we believe in love. God is love. And so we're here to love on you. We love you. We wish the best for you. I wish the best for Joel and Andrea and JD and all of you listening. And I'm just so happy that we can all be together. And especially with the time of the coronavirus, um, we, don't, we don't ask for donations. We don't encourage donations to the church, but we do encourage you and we do ask that you help those in need and the poor around you. The scripture talks about it. Uh, Jesus told a man that had never sinned, that had money, give all your money to the poor and follow me to be perfect. And, you know, if you want to be perfect, give your money to the poor and follow Jesus. It's pretty simple. Um, it's not easy to be perfect. I'm not perfect. <laughs> I don't expect you to be perfect. But Jesus has given us a, a, a guide for how to be perfect. And so that's what's important to know. And so I'm so thankful to share that with you. I had a revelation today, um, you know, thinking about the coronavirus. And we talked about it last week. It's, it's something that's really small that has a great impact. And although the coronavirus is small, the little things that you are going to do that help people can have a great impact as well. And so that's what God told me even like just five minutes ago. Hey, it's the little things. Think about it. And so one thing with me is say somebody needs help, um, I have to think about being willing to uh, 
being willing to be, I guess, bothered or being willing to give up your time or or being uh, I don't know just inconvenience that's that's the best word I can say be willing to be inconvenienced in order to help others and when you do that it may be inconvenience a small inconvenience for you but it can be a huge help for somebody else and when you think about that the power of that is just incredible and so we all want to do good we all have hearts that want to help people but Part of having a great heart is being willing to be inconvenienced. And I have to remind myself, hey, you know, like, it's so easy to try to avoid inconvenience. We're, we're structured in that way. We're designed that way. That's how we achieve success. That's how we get ahead. But at the same time, when you're loving on people and when you're dealing with people, there's going to be challenges. There's going to be setbacks. There's going to be inconveniences. But at the same time, there might be an inconvenience at one time, but what you gain from it is not only like God's approval and love, but you gain love and approval from the people that you're helping and the inconvenience that you're, um, you usually get back a lot more than the inconvenience that you give up. So that's kind of what I thought about is just like the small things and how, how it can have a great impact for others. What do you think, Andrea? Um, I don't have anything to say right now. I remember Joel? everything you said. Well, this maybe a little bit add a little bit more than you were saying. It's like these are the inconveniences. Like uh, you have to always also as well who's ever giving the the favor, right? And the other side, I mean, whoever uh, giving them the chance opportunity, don't mess it up, don't blow it. Opportunity comes. Jesus gives you so many opportunities in life. Wow, and He is blessing you every day. As a human beings, we give you only one chance and two, twice, but and that's it. But um, I'm glad he come out with that opinion, that opinion because it's uh, it's a lot of things I I can add from this guy. This guy is a one of those, his attitudes. One of those, who is young, he's like he's humble, um, and that's the thing God wants to, I guess go through the Bible through him to teaching us how humble he is. Maybe people over there, hey, look at the guy, he's, he's too whitish, or he's got green eyes, he's too tall, he's too strong. But uh, I can tell you, he's a, he's a, a great man. And besides say that, it's like, uh, I'm glad to know him and he's my friend, you know? May I say point? Yeah, and I can definitely say, you know, I, I've learned from Joel and JD as well, is you don't have to have anything to help others you can literally have nothing and you actually see you'll see like videos on social media where you'll see homeless people that are given like fifty dollars and they'll share twenty dollars with another homeless person yeah and they talk about how even homeless people are even more likely to give than people that aren't homeless and so it's just something that you don't have to have something to give something and um you know, I'm just so encouraged that all the people that are here today, they're givers, they love people, and they give in amazing ways that are just incredible, and I'm, I'm so thankful to, to be a part of their lives and to benefit from being around people that give. I benefit, you know, incredibly, 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 um, and it's so easy to forget the benefits that we have because 
once you have it, you're looking for the next thing. You know what I mean? It's like, once I finish cleaning the living room, let's clean the kitchen, right? You don't think about, oh, I'm so glad the living room's clean. Like, let me just sit and enjoy this. Yeah, but we don't really. you got to take time. And Sunday is one of the perfect times to show gratitude, to be thankful for the things that you have. Um, we're talking with JD. JD, tell them about the, the power in Venezuela right now. Well, uh, thank you, John, for the opportunity. And um, thank you, everybody, for taking the time to listen to us. Well, uh, in Venezuela right now, the situation with power is uh, a little bit tough because uh, there's a lack of energy resources available uh, for different situations. But right now, um, I would like to go over um, another thing that I have been thinking about since we started the, the conversation. Um, I, I want to I I talk a little bit about the, the atmosphere in which we are going through right now. Because we are living in a moment in which everybody is feeling a little bit of fear inside of them Christianism in the world 
everybody that trusted Jesus, trusted a living Jesus that raised from death, that conquered death, and he's a living God, a living king, and he has power over everything, over everything in the world, including these kind of situations, like pestilence and, and these kind of outbreaks of epidemics and things like that. He has power over everything. And, and he spoke about these things. And he said that these things will come at any time and at different moments in, in, in the history of the, of the, of the human being and, 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 the, and the world. So what I want to say is that because we have a living God that defeated the dead on the cross and raised from the dead at the third day, all of us, we believe in a living God, a, a God who is alive, who is risen, who is now watching all over the world, watching everything. And that God, the same God that has risen from the dead, is the God that is in you, within you, in Jesus Christ, by the Holy Spirit, right now. And, and, and my promise and my word today is that the, the God that, that raised from the dead is gonna, is gonna make us free from that fear that I was talking about uh, recently that I mentioned two minutes ago. So the, 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 my message in this moment is don't let you to be caught onto on fear, but let the Holy Spirit free your mind from the fear and get faith and, and receive the, the faith that is, is a gift from the Holy Spirit to go through this situation in order to to believe that nothing is gonna lack on you. So you will you will you will have food on your table, you have you will have the love of, of your of, of your family you will have everything you need and God and God now knows what, what you need you will have it because there's a living God that is with you and we are celebrating even though when we are going through a pandemic situation we are still celebrating that we have a living God and that's the difference between Christianism and other kind of religions or or credit or, or or thoughts or or philosophy that there's a lot of people that die for Jesus they didn't die for a for someone that was kept on a tomb. Wow. Nobody's gonna die for someone that that was dead and didn't rise from the dead. That's true. That's and, true what he's oh, saying. So there's a lot of people, thousands of people that they gave their life, not only the disciples, but thousands of people that they gave their life for a living God because he raised from the dead and he appeared to the disciples and he said to all of them, this is me, I'm, I defeated the dead, I have every, every power has, has been given to me, so I have every power over, over all the earth. Uh, and we trust that God, we trust that Jesus, we trust that, that word, and we trust that the same Jesus that, that appeared 
to the disciples and that, that dwells in us through the Holy Spirit when we come together in the name of Jesus and we declare the power of the, of, of, of the word and we believe that that power, that that word is effective and, and, and is active on, our, on, on us through, through the Holy Spirit. We can say today, this is a day of celebration, even though when everything that is happening in the world, and there's a lot of people trying to to, to, to keep you and, and, and to catch you in fear, we, we are here to spread a message that is different, and the different is that we, we have no fear. We have no spirit of fear, we have the spirit of life, we have the spirit of power, we have the spirit of joy, because we can celebrate that Jesus is alive. That, that's my, my message for, for today. Wonderful. And I pulled up a scripture that is something that I try to live by is Joshua 1, uh, Joshua 1, 9. Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And God is with you, period. And and like JD said, letting go of fear, being courageous, you know, you can use this time, you may have to adapt, you may have to lean on people, you may have to ask for help, but God's going to provide all of your needs. What do you think, Joel? I think uh, as a human being, you know, we all have conflicts, we all have problems, we all got diseases, we all got sick, some people are sick in the minds, sick in the souls. We try to find a cure. It is a cure, but they gotta start from you first. You, you gotta look at the waters around you first. But before that, you gotta go surrender to the Lord, surrender to God, surrender to Jesus. After you do that, your life will be transformed. I don't say they will transform immediately. It's a process. It's like when you try to cook a rice. You gotta put the water and then you gotta turn the oven and make it minus and then preliminary minus is ready. Or maybe 15 minutes. The same way is about surrendering to God. It's a process. You need to first recognize your mistakes and don't remember, I mean, don't try to remember you was this and that was like that. It's try to go forward because he puts you in a path to say, okay, that's your past. Just forget about your past. This is your present. You're with me right now. So continue with them together, and you're gonna, you're gonna get in a place that like, wow, I miss all this. My eyes see clearly right now, completely different. My people that I have around you, are more lonely. The my my family, my wife, my kids, everything's gonna change because, as far as you put your God in your soul, believe me, it's no one can tell you. Even people they're gonna they're gonna text text you every day. They're gonna hey, you you your God is good. Tell them to give you give you a home. Tell them to give you a car. Tell them to give you things. Believe me. And when Jesus was testing the same thing, Jesus turned around, keep doing for forty days. It's the same thing we ask. We're not gonna be forty days, but believe me, when you got here and say, listen, man, I don't got nothing to tell you. You know what? I believe who I believe so. You don't believe it's fine, but still praying. I see a door, you're still loving you, man. You are still another human being. So you just walk away. You see, I used to be the, the type of person who get anger. Like, if somebody insulted me, I just responded right away. 
But let's try to look at it the other way. Why I can turn around? You can call me any word. Yeah, okay. I turn around, walk away. It's the best solution because I'm not putting risk my family, I'm not putting risk myself. So it's better to walk away in a situation that you act around, you analyze, oh, what about if I do this? What about if the guy get, got hit or the guy die? And we see that results in the TV. Actor, they punch another one and they die. Things like that. So thanks to God, my reactions level is, com is coming down. It's already down. In, I, I react. And yes, I can react in an angry way, but it's not the way I used to react before. And it's, it's, it's again, you need to pray yourself daily. You need to remind, remind yourself, he died for you. What are you doing for him? He sacrificed his life for you. Forget all your sins, and your sins is coming the next the next year. He erased everything for you. What do you do for him? That's the big question you need to ask, especially today. What do you do for him? Oh, I need some barbecue, I need some party, I need some drink. No, what are you doing for him? At least commit yourself today in one minute, just five seconds read the Bible, or just go into your room and pray. Even you don't have a Bible, it's, it's okay. You know why? Because the Lord is gonna listen to you. Yes, do whatever you can. But when you talk to him, Jesus and God is gonna make you like completely different. And when you put God in your in your relationship, they always say, you're gonna see it's coming different. Before screaming, oh, I'm sorry. Oh baby, yes, all right. I So it's gonna be more in the communication and you get attached to that. It's not gonna be like this, it's gonna be like this. And when you got that, God, I'm so blessed with that. I mean, I can, I can ask some more for that. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Yeah, that's, that's great advice. Definitely appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I think that the resurrection of Jesus, it's a uh, well remembering the res the resurrection of Jesus. It's a way to renew our daily hopes um, that we have victory over sins and. Um, that help us to keep in mind that we have become a better person. Um, always keeping God in our heart because through his death, he gave us the most wonderful gift that was um, eternal life to heaven. So I think that the best way that we can um, show to him our love is to always try to be better, uh, be generous, uh, be humble, and not to think that we can Imagine. be better. Yeah. So I have two analogies for you, two metaphors. And I think from the position of Jesus in this. And the first one is a little kid that says, Hey, mom, look what I can do. Hey, dad, look what I can do, right? I think I've been there. Have you ever, did your kids do that? Look what I can do. And you want to show them so bad, right? And I think of Jesus being like, man, they're going to love this. Wait till they see this. It's going to be incredible. And so, you know, I just think about Jesus' expectations of like, oh, the cross is going to be terrible. But wait till they see when I, you know, when I rise again. And it's going to be amazing. So that's one example. And the other example is like, imagine you go to a magician show, right? And first they start off with the little tricks, like a rabbit out the hat. Mm -hmm. And then the final one is like the best one where they cut them in half. And then you have no idea, you know, it's their best thing that they can do. And I think 
I think Jesus saved the best for last. I think he, uh, I think he knew he had a plan. And the thing that I love about it is he always keeps his promises, right? And so when you read through the Bible about Easter, it shows how he's completing the Old Testament. He completes everything that the Messiah was going to do in the Old Testament. One of them was, they said that the Messiah wouldn't have his bones broken on the cross. And they broke everybody else's bones on the cross, but they didn't break Jesus's. The other thing was that he would be stabbed in the side by a spear. So with Jesus, to make sure he's dead, they stabbed him in the side, blood flowed out, blood and water. Yeah. And so there's all these little things that Jesus did that was exactly aligned with the Old Testament. And he did that for a reason. There's an alignment there. It's not the New Testament is separate from the Old Testament. You have a continuation of God and, and Jesus. And it, it goes all the way from the beginning of Gen Genesis all the way to the end of the Bible, to Revelations. And so that's what I love about it. Um, what Jesus did is so incredible. Um, it's so easy to overlook it. It's so easy to, you know, not have gratitude. But I, I want to be the one, like, I want to have the most gratitude. I want to have more gratitude than JD. I want to have more than Joel. I'll compete with you guys. I want to have more than Andrea. I want to party harder. Hey, I'm going to celebrate. You know what I mean? Like, let, let me have the biggest party for God. And I think what that's doing is that's showing more gratitude to God, which is my goal. I want to be the best. <laughs> I want to be the best partier for God. And so that's what one of our goals here at Connecting Christ is. We're, we're fishers of men. And we want, you know, and when we say men, we mean people. And we want to glorify God. And we want to we wanna party. We want to have fun. We want to, you know, we want it to be amazing. We want it to be an experience. We want people to, you know, have that sensation that, that, that communication, that relationship with God, and there's nothing like it. There's nothing better. And so when I think of, you know, being with God, and I think of having a relationship with God, and I think of celebrating, to me, that's like perfect. That's a utopia. That's like nirvana. You know, that sounds great. Let's go Sunday. Let's go. Let's make it happen. Even in peace so, sorry, in peace peace I forget which one say. When you talk to God, when you want to uh, rise to God by the name of Jesus, you you sing with all your heart, with all you have I remember that when in, in Peace Salsa, I forget which one, 99 or something. They said, when you, you want to talk about our Lord, you can talk in our voice, you can scream, and you can, all the music, you can be so much loud so he can't care about it. You know? And that was not what you said. You don't kill me. What do you think, JD? Oh, my, my, final, my, my final message is to everyone and anyone in, in this time of social distance. Uh, Please reach out to any one of us. So reach out to Connecting Christ. If you need to talk to someone, if you need to share your thoughts, if you need to say anything, it doesn't matter if you don't believe in Jesus. It doesn't matter. Just count on us. You, you can trust our, our, our friendship because we're here to support you not only to empower you, to, to push you to be a better person, but please, in this time of social distancing, please reach out to us, send, send us a message, and let us know that you are there. If you need anything from us, 
we we're here to help you and to see how can we support you in this time of social distancing because we believe strongly in that the, the power of love is to connect each other and to be in in touch one one and another in in this time in this situation so let us know if we can do something for you because we're here to to love you to serve you and 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 to help you in anything you need great thanks a lot jd and thanks for joining us um definitely appreciate you know all your your message your contributions it's it's wonderful and to join in on that you know connecting crisis for everybody we're here to love people you're you're god's masterpiece so and god says the most important thing is love so he doesn't say love my people or only love the ones that believe in me no he says the most important thing is love and so um you know i want to be like jesus i want to love like Jesus. Jesus loved everybody. Jesus sacrificed for everybody. Jesus went on the cross for everybody. And I want to do the same thing. I want to help everybody. I want to teach everybody. I want to have a relationship with everybody. I'm trying, I'm trying to emulate. I'm trying to be like Jesus because I think that's going to give me the best life and make me the best person that I can be. And that's, that's my goal. And so, you know, no matter who you are, what you believe, you know, we're here for you. We're here to listen. We're here to help. We're here to teach. And, and we love you, you know, legitimately. You, listen, you're, you're a masterpiece. You have specific skills that nobody else has. You have unique attributes that nobody else has. No matter what you believe. No matter what you think. Um, the great thing for me is my personal relationship is for me. I just try to help you with a personal relationship for you. To help you out. I don't benefit it's not for it's not for me that you have a relationship with God. It's for you that you have a relationship with God. I'm not I'm not benefiting from the amount of people that that you know follow Jesus uh, because of my message. I have no benefit. My benefit is uh, hopefully that I can you know create a relationship with those people outside and that I can love on people and hopefully I'll receive love back. That's the benefit I get. And then each person has their own benefit from the relationship with God. And so, you know, the, the people that are here, JD and Joel and Andrea, they're, they're donating their time and you. Whoever's listening, they're, they're putting time, they're putting energy, they're, they're dressing up for you, and they're doing it for you. They're giving you a gift, a gift of, of teaching and learning and being together that, that they're not going to benefit from. There's no benefits for us here. We're not asking for your money. We don't want anything from you. Maybe a friendship, maybe just to give you a message that helps you out. We're here for you. And um, and there's a lot of other things I could be doing. A lot of, I would love to be on the water. I'd love to be at the beach. I'd love to be doing other things, but we choose to give. Uh, because Jesus gave us, I wanna give to others. And I feel like we can be a vehicle that Jesus can use to reach other people that he wouldn't have reached otherwise. And so that's why I'm here. What do you think, Joel? Well, the only thing is that I'm going to add to that is, uh, yes, we ask you for something. We ask you for your understanding. We ask you for your time. And for be patient. Because the transition to be 
I use a simple person and to get the knowledge every day because I don't born with this. I don't got this in my mind the whole entire book. I just learning every single day the words, the commitment, how Jesus went through his life. So I just ask you to let me be part of your journey because this journey, they're going to take us to the stream. They're going to take us to the blessings he desired for us. And at the same time, I just want to say, I got one of my friends, uh, Carlos, he go back from the army and he lose few friends over there. And uh, it's when I remind them, oh my God, it's the Patriots, the army. Uh, I can say like, thank you for the service. You guys giving us a lot, a lot. I know when you guys come home, it's not the same thing. It's completely different. You guys need a lot of help. The government, this government tried to help you a lot. I see this government, anyone as government is, is helping a lot to, to those people that come back from, from the tours. But regardless about that, I just want to thank you, thank you, thank you so much for the service. And besides that, man, I just thank you for your patience, you guys there. Andrea, why are you here? <laughs> well, um, good question. Based on what you both said, um, once again, uh, I'm very happy to be here today to be able to share with all of you um, this special day. And like Joel said, um, we are happy to be to have you guys as part of our journey. And at the same time, we would like for you to um, allow us to be part of yours. Um, and well, I'm happy to be here because um, I can have the opportunity to help others, no matter how far we are uh, through all this technology that we have available. Now we can um, still help you guys out. Um, you guys can send us messages. We'll be here to answer you, uh, try to help you out, uh, whatever circumstance you're going through. Uh, and just to be able to make you feel like you are part of our family. Jerry, you still there? Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. Um, what drives so you, Jerry? To to our princess, uh, to our princess Andrea. So, what drives you? Excuse me, I, I I was I was I was thinking about the blessing that we have Andrea with us because Andrea is the only woman, and when when Jesus um and, and at the third day there was a woman that he was walking to the tomb, um and and two angels appeared to the woman and and they spoke to the woman and said, hey, he's not here. He's not here. Don't look into the tomb because he's not here. And and they they said to the woman, then just go and tell them, just go and tell them that he's not here. So the first the first person in earth to have the privilege to spread the the, the good news, the message of the resurrection was a woman. So Andrea, you are, you have the privilege to be the first woman, the preacher between us. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so good. <laughs> and so what else drives you, JD? Add to that. No, but buddy, thank you. 
so much. I just want to encourage people to get in touch. I was thinking about the last week. There was a guy. His name was Steve, and he said he was trying to mock him on, on, on us and saying, like, you know, at the same time, frowning uh, a picture of, 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 of the message that we were trying to spread. But at the same time, we felt that he was a great, great guy, great storyteller. And we, tell, we told them, hey, guy, why, why don't you come and, and, and join us? Because we need your energy. It doesn't matter if you, you trust or not Jesus as a savior. And, and that's a pretty good point that everyone that is listening to us, I wanted to point it out that, hey, it doesn't matter if you believe or not, because the, the biggest preacher in the world is it was Apostle Paul. And Apostle Paul was a persecutor of Christians because he didn't trust in Jesus. So the bigger preacher in the world the, the one that wrote the letters to all the Romans and and all the different churches around the 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 the, 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 the world that not known at that moment, that guy was not only one that didn't trust in Jesus, that didn't believe in Jesus as a savior, but he was a persecutor and a murderer that killed a, a, a lot of Christians, and that the guy, the same guy that didn't trust Jesus, that killed Christians later on. Jesus Christ came to him um, in a in a personal encounter, told to Paul and say, "Hey, Paul, why you are persecuting me? I, I want you to 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 be with me because I I want you to change your life. I want you to become a, a, a masterpiece in my hand." And and that's what happened to the biggest preacher of the world. So that's the reason because we say right now it doesn't matter if you believe or not in Jesus, just get in touch with us, just send a message. It doesn't matter if, if it is a sarcasm or not, if it is that you are just joking about what we're doing. It doesn't matter. Just keep in touch and, and, and keep listening to the word that we know that, that, that God has a purpose with you. That's wonderful, J.D. And so we've, we've been getting a lot of messages on on Facebook and you know some of them are very supportive of them some of them some of them are very uh lacking in support and and the thing is is you know what no matter what your opinion is you're love number one you have great talents you're you know God made you for a reason maybe he made you to push us maybe he made you to stop us <laughs> maybe <laughs> it could be for anything but um you know, I have thick skin. You know, come on, say whatever you want. Start some drama. Let's argue. <laughs> Listen, we, we're humans. We, we are not, if we are so perfect like Jesus, we're going to be like, I love you, Alan. It's not right. But we're humans. I mean, we, we have an argument every day. If you know argument, it's part, of, it's part of what living. You have to argue every day. You're not going to be everything. Imagine, a, just imagine be perfect. Okay, the only perfect is Jesus because Jesus given the the the... the, the the peace. But imagine to be perfect. Imagine you have the perfect phone. You can even touch it. You just call it. Hey, which is this, right? And then, can you prepare me a meal? All right. Hey, can you give me a massage? Yeah. <laughs> that would be perfect. Mm-hmm. But it's nothing perfect. We had to work. We had to earn to get perfect. And per- perfection, sometimes is not bad. I don't say good. Per- perfection is not about materialism. Perfection is about who you're going to be with the next human being. 
This guy is sample who was talking about JD. To me, that was funny. That was so funny, the comments. Even I say, like, it's missing him and uh, Thundercats. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Steven, Listen. Steven, it's so, Steven funny. so funny. Thanks, Steven. Thank you, bro. Was, I love you. That was that. wonderful. You know what? The thing is, like, is this. Uh, you have to remember one thing. Thanks to you, you make us more stronger. And thanks to you, actually, I start to remember my childhood. I wasn't remember. I was forgot. <laughs> Thundercats. So thank you. She was worth me. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. That's so funny. So, um, and we actually we had a miracle this week. Uh, I have been trying to get the podcast on on iTunes, and it's really challenging. Excuse my lack of technological uh, advancement. And um, I got an email that the program that we use. Um, automatically uploads it to iTunes as of last night. And I was like, man, this is an Easter miracle. This is incredible because I have been working on it. I have been praying on it. Um, and the funny thing is, this is what I thought. And this shows me how weak my mind is and how strong God is. Is that I thought, oh, I need to find, find somebody that knows about technology to help me. Or I need to pay somebody, right? No, I didn't need to pay. I just needed to trust Jesus. I needed to, needed to let Jesus deal with it. And Jesus overcame it better than I could have imagined. And it's so awesome. Uh, so happy about it. You know, praise God. It's, it's incredible. And the other thing I wanted to add about Easter is just that the reason Jesus was dead for three days is um, Jewish. the Jewish people believed at that time that the soul had risen. Um, what, what was it, J.D., on the third day it raises? Or the second day? Excuse Do you know? What's the, what was the prior Jewish belief on when the soul raises from from the grave before Jesus? Well, that, 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 that's a great point because Jewish had a tradition that the day, the day ends with the sunset. And basically from Friday to Sunday, they... they Enough time to consider that someone was dead. Right. So, go ahead. His, his body was, was, you know, taken to the tomb, and the the the, the principals they put two guards uh, to take care of the tombs because of the tomb because they thought that maybe someone could steal the, the body of Jesus and things like that. So, but at the third. So in the morning, um, the resurrection, and the, the specific moment, I, I, I don't remember exactly if it was the morning or, or the middle, the midday or, or when that happened, but uh, or, what, what, or, or early in the morning, I don't remember. But I just want to add the, the, the fact of the, of the Jewish tradition um uh, respect the, the, the crucifixion as a way to to punish someone it was enough that someone was hanging on, on the cross to, uh, to 
And so the interesting thing is Jesus defied a lot of Jewish traditions. And it's, it's an important lesson that we understand. There's a, a cultural change created by Jesus. And I just wanted to go over some of the cultural changes. Um, he came, he completed his mission, and his mission had a lot of effects. And so I want to go over some of the effects. Um, number one was with Jewish tradition that the soul would rise after a certain period of time. Well, Jesus waited at that period of time and then rose after that. And that was to defeat what they believed about it. They also believed you couldn't do specific things on the Sabbath. And Jesus healed people on the Sabbath in defiance of their tradition. So he defied tradition, number one. Number two, when he died, we got access to the Holy Spirit to internally guide us and direct access through God rather than through a high priest that was once a year, which was a Jewish tradition. Only the high priest could speak to God behind a veil and Regular people didn't have access, and we didn't have the Holy Spirit. So Jesus changed that culture. Number, Another one, forget the numbers. You don't need to sacrifice animals anymore to please God, which is why Jesus is the Lamb of God. So no more animals no more sacrifices. being chopped up. <laughs> um, that's terrifying. I'm glad that I didn't live in those times. Three, the principle of forgiveness and resurrection with everyday occurrences. Well, I guess not number three, but whatever. Um, you no longer needed money exchanged with the church, but to encourage all people to help the poor and those in need. The idea of multiplica multiplication and abundance through God, like when he um, multiplied the wine, the loaves of bread and fish. The single belief in Jesus will lead to eternal life. That church is spiritual rather than physical. So when Jesus died, the church crumbled down. Why do you think that happened? is to get rid of a, a physical church and to build a spiritual church. You know why, right? Go ahead. You know why? Because the church is, 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 is it has to be a, a place where you got, like, hey, this is the church. You know, the church is yourself. The church, you can find it anywhere. Because when you, when you lift it at this thing, guys there. When you turn it around, guys everywhere. So you don't need to have a basic church. Because most of the church, what happens, like, I would say against that, but most of the traditional church right now at the moment, it's like building, give me the money, give me the money. It's only one church that I, that I used to do is say, give what you can. Yeah, I know we don't ask you for money, we just ask you for your passion, for your things. So I love that. You know, I, I, I hope most of the church is like that, but most of the used to be is like, when I was Catholic, buy the money. When I used, you had to, the more you give it, the better. It's not, it's, it's not like that, the more you give it, the better. It's, you can give what you want, but instead to give it the hundred percent you say, I give it to somebody that they need it. Because you don't know that your neighbor any more than I don't know, it's it's like it's my brother's opinion. Yeah. I mean the reason that one of the reasons we want people to give to other people is that there's a common belief that people aren't generous anymore, that uh the world is cold. And the world's not cold. People give to churches. Churches have millions of dollars coming in. That's all generosity. And then the church is distributing it. But the problem is, is that is the church reaching everyone? And when, it, when everything comes from one organization, you're like, oh, only one thing is giving rather than all the people that put into the church. Say, say 100,000 people donate to the church. That's 100,000 people that are generous. But if that one church is given out, it appears as if only one thing is giving when it's really 100,000. And so that's why I encourage the direct 
generosity and the direct giving from one individual to other individuals around you. So they see a better world. They see it like, hey, these people care about me. These people love me. Real people. Not, a, not an organization. Not a group. These real people care about me. And so that's, that's part of what it's about. Um, the other thing is that a lot of churches say, hey, come to church because God is here. You don't need to go to church to experience God. You don't need to be on Connecting Christ to experience God. Or I feel God is with us right now. Yeah, God's with us. He's also with me when I go to the bathroom. He's also, <laughs> he's also everywhere. With me. He's everywhere. God yeah. is with you all the time. We say you disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> God's judging me in the bathroom. I can't believe you did that. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's with you all the time. You don't need other people. You don't need a pastor. You don't need... All you need is your... Your your Bible is great to have, and you need Jesus. You need a relationship with Jesus, and that's what I encourage. And the last cultural change was that Jesus removed or reduced hundreds of laws created by the church that created a divide between church and people that could not live up to its expectation. And so that's why we have forgiveness is people try to live up to expectations, and people fall short. The best people, besides Jesus, everybody's falling short in the Bible. David fell short. Solomon Time, fell sure. short. Peter mm-hmm. fell short. He denied Jesus. Three out of three things. Judah, Judas fell short. Oh, how is it worse? Timothy fell short. Timothy said he didn't believe God, uh, Jesus resurrected unless he could see him in person. And, and this, I was just reading this in the scripture. Uh, so Jesus comes and says, touch me. So Timothy touches him and he says, bless are those who believe without touching. And so Jesus is, is pointing a really important message of you don't need to touch. Just believe. Just have faith. And there's a power. There is a power. Faith and I think gratitude adds to that. Faith and gratitude. So Jesus did tons of changes. Easter is an, an amazing thing. And I'm so, you know, I'm so grateful to be, even be here to share it with you to try to teach. Anything you want to add, Andrea? Joe, Joe. Actually, the point you say, like, you don't need us, you don't need church, you don't need, exactly, you don't need nobody. Because you need the Bible and, and God. But while the question maybe you ask is, like, why you guys are there and talking about Jesus and God? Just on a simple thing, to go through this journey. Because I'm learning, you learning, and everyone here is learning. It's not because I'm, I'm being master or have a degree in, in on, on the Bible. I don't know. Jesus say, hey, Joel, let me give you a diploma right here. Come, no. And okay, that one. And I never expect that one either. I only, it's my personal opinion, like, whatever reaction, whatever I'm learning in, on the Bible about this, Jesus living our God rules, I try to implement in my life. And, uh, and then you will see the results later and later and later. And that's the same thing. When you guys implement these rules on your daily basis on living, you will see something change. It's a minimal change, but you will see, oh, do you remember this? Oh, I didn't do it anymore. You remember I used to buy two beers, now you only get soda, but you're still getting soda, which is bad. Oh, no. So things like that come along. But the more timing you put into this, the more timing you spend with him. And which is it's really good, man. I'm telling you, that's really good. He's so much compassion and loving in the, you have a moment to spur with him anywhere, 
that is the is is better to go to your room or anywhere else. Close the doors and just go asking God with your heart. If you gotta cry, cry. If you gotta laugh, laugh. If you gotta break something, well, uh, break a piece of paper. All right, <laughs> but do something they inspire you to do. And if you have an argument, do what I used to do before I do it no more because I don't have any nobody know to argue. <laughs> but just go on the beach, louder and screaming. All you can, let him go. Sometimes it's a, it's a good, uh, like a motivation. Let him go screaming about how mad you are with this world. But it's not God it's making you mad. It's this world making you mad, yourself making you mad. So when you mad like that, he will be calling and say, man, what's wrong with you, man? I'm here with you, I got you, I got you back. And just like that, she got you back, baby. <laughs> Jay, you wanna add anything? No, finally. If someone is listening until this point, we appreciate your time. Um, we just want to let you know that you can call and interact with us because what's, what's the difference between uh, connecting Christ and another um, activities like churches or, or, or meetings? That we want you to listen and we want you to speak. We want you to, uh, to share your thoughts. And we want you to give your opinion, um, and I, I want you to be heard. So the, I don't want I don't want people be just listening to someone during an hour and don't say nothing and just go home after that. I want to people to participate and to join us the the same way the same way that you are interacting. Like this is a radio. Um, live streaming like when someone call on the phone and say I, 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 I think this way I want to add this I want to read this part of the scripture that, that's the idea of connecting Christ that we can connect each other through through the scripture and through our our minds our thoughts and our feelings and, and our ideas so if you can give any any way to get in touch John it would, it would be amazing because I know that someone could be interested in, in to join the next or on the coming weeks to say something because the social quarantine is going to be longer. So it's going to take time. Maybe it's going to remain until, I don't know if June or July, but uh, I would like to invite people to, to join and to participate because this is not a place in which you're going to listen to someone during one hour there's a place in, in which you are going to participate and speak and you will be heard great and that's that's such a i'm so glad you mentioned that jd and so you know just to give you guys some some areas to to be in in contact with us we have uh at connecting christ on instagram we have facebook connect connecting christ we have youtube connecting christ and then we have email, contact connecting Christ at gmail.com. My personal phone number, if you want to message me, 786-973-0686. And, um, and so that's, I think that's the thing that we really stand out or that's really different is that it's not just listening, but it's also about being heard. 
And the thing, I'm, I'm a communications professor. And the thing that you have that none of us can have is you have opinions that none of us have and you have experiences that none of us have and you have relationships that none of us have. And if you even look at the different ways that you can communicate with God and the different powers that people possess, you have things that we have no... You have things within you that I don't even know exist. There's people that have the power of prophecy. I don't have the power of prophecy. I don't know if you guys have the power of prophecy. You might, you may not. There's people that have the power. I mean, there's so many different things that you, you have talents and gifts for that I have no clue what they could be. And I'd love to learn about them. I'd love to experience them. I'd love to hear your story and see what's impacting you and, and connect and try to try that we can all grow. Because when you're dealing with people, um, everybody has a different reaction, different expectations, and you have to adapt to those things. Um, you're constantly adapting when you're dealing with different people. Some people that keep their circle so small, they've already adapted, so they don't have to adapt anymore, and it's a comfort level for them. But that makes them weak, because what about when you go into the business world and you gotta deal with new people? What about when you go to Korea and you gotta do business with them? They have a different set of rules. Are you gonna adapt to those rules? Or are they gonna adapt to your rules? I'm, go I'm gonna try to put myself in a position of adaptation so I can love on people, I can enjoy people, I can learn from people and, and things like that. So, you know, it's, it's, there's different approaches to life, whatever your approach is, you know, I respect it, but also there's, you know, there's reasons that I do the things that I do and it's because it works best for me, but in, you know, Hopefully it works best for you as well. One moment, I'm gonna start and restart the. All right, so we can continue. Joel, I like it. you see me laugh, right? Remember a couple of weeks ago you say about opinions, your opinion no matter. You say I said that. You say something like that. You know, oh, I said you, my you opinion never, doesn't matter in that. Exactly. Jesus is always gonna give you, you better how worse, advice. You see how God works right now? Ask Jesus. You see how God works? Ask Jesus. No, but Jesus no, used you as a tool. Message. No, Jesus used ask you as Jesus. a tool Don't here. ask me. But they ask you. Why we give you the phone number? They don't give you thing because they want your advice. You see things that we don't want to see it. I see things that no one see it. I just love on people. I'm All not right. here That's for exactly advice. That's exactly what Jesus, Jesus wants. Jesus is here for advice. That's what Jesus wants. Jesus wants to give you love. And, and, and through you, affection and love to other people, that's what that's what he wants to give you love each one. So when the specific people are gonna call, especially gonna call his number. No, I, mean, I don't give my number yet. <laughs> <laughs> you can call me. You can call me too. But it is like um, that's what he wants. He wants you to share the love. He wants you to transmit. Oh man, I wanna be so peaceful like the guy. He's in camera. I want his for real. I want things like that. Oh, in people, some people are gonna call. I see a lot of people over there. They are ashamed to talk to the neighbor. They are ashamed to talk to the person. Even they want to look at it in the social media. But if, if it's that, you, just give me a call. Call me if you want. You want to talk to me in Spanish? Talk to me in Spanish. You want to talk in Italian? Talk to me in Italian. I'm not going to problem with that. I give you my number. 76-437-906. Just call me and let's see what, what's going on. The thing is like, you have to get out from that hole. Everybody have a different type of holes. And unfortunately, the hole is so deep, so deep, that you don't have an ending. But... When you find Jesus, that hole, you're going to cover each one hole. And then you just got like, oh, my God. I don't have no more hole. I got a concrete. You got solid base. I'm from, but that's not the top. The base is part of your floor to get to the where he at. 
So it's like that. Maybe right now you're half of the Holy Spirit. You need to need have more. But when you put the concrete, you're not going to go back to that hole, baby. You're going to be right there on the concrete. That's what you want. You want to have a solid concrete. So make sure nobody break that concrete. You understand? So just call us. I mean, we give you the best advice. Or if you're a female, you want to talk to the ladies right here because we are guys. You can call Andrea too. You know, it's like, hey, give me talk to Andrea. She will go help you out because girls is can different talk to guys. But guess what? We are humans who are equally. So we're here for you and understand that. Maybe you're going to help me instead of help you. You never know. God works in different ways. You never know. Maybe I learn more from you than I'll be learning here. You never know. I can, you cannot judge me or you can judge me. I cannot judge you. You never know. But I think like our situation, we put ourselves in different past situations. And each situation is completely on you by yourself. But if you give me that moment to help you, I will. You know? Okay, Andrea, anything you want to say? Um, to the ladies? Oh my God, what's this close to saying in Spanish? <laughs> I forgot we're in the English version right now. Um, no, I mean, once again, we're here for you guys. Whatever you guys need, uh, we're going to be here. All right. And the thing I would add to that is you are right, Joel. Um, I'm, when I write, right. I'm happy to assist people, but you're, this is what I would say. This is my <laughs> advice. No. Your best advice <laughs> is to ask Jesus, number one. And after that, then I can, you know, Go try young. to work my magic. Why did you? Jesus, <laughs> the Jesus magic is always going to be better than mine. And I, the reason that I'm so adamant about it is because I've been in the same situation where I've looked for other people for advice or other people for solutions, and I'll never find it. But when I finally go to God, boom, it's like done. It's so amazing. It's so great. And it's like, I just want to share that of like, hey, I'm just a man. You can go to the most powerful force in the world and get it direct to the source. You don't need me to go to that source. Now, I'm here to help. I'm here to advise, you know, whatever, whatever I can do from my end, I'm limited. God is unlimited. You see, but God is the most powerful thing, the powerful source, the creator. And so I'll do the best I can. But number one, my, my best advice, go to Jesus, number one. Yeah, you want to say that resource that you got right there. Come on. That resource that you have it right there is like you was looking for God, all right? And maybe you go through that resource, that resource that you're looking for, that wasn't able to give you the, the moment for you. That wasn't able to give you the, the answer. Or even they want to see you. You probably got rejected instead of to be accepted. And that's the problem. You found you got by yourself. But when you found God, you found, oh, he's so loving, I'm going to do the same thing. They change your your proper way of thinking. But still, the same way they, they change, the way it's like, oh, you know what? Jesus is for you, but I still going to accept people. And someone wanna, someone want any answer, someone want any advice, I will give it. But not like other people. Oh, no, he's too high. He's, hey, man, he's right there. I want to talk to him. You can. You got to make an appointment. No, you can. Oh, no, no, he's so busy. So things like that. Maybe you've been rejected. But, or maybe he don't know you was there, you know, because it's, it's certain basis. Like, you want to, I want to see Donald Trump, right? No, no, you got to go to security first. And then you got to go to the end. No, I want to right there. No, you, you got to go. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a path. It's a command. It's, a command. it's, a, it's like timing. 
but you really go straight, huh? I mean, I go to trunk. How you get it? You know, so he thinks that exactly the same thing. And you're always like, you get over there and now you see with your own eyes, oh, now I can help other people. Even, even I'm far away, I can help. Jesus, Jesus was, Jesus was with the richest people eating, uh, eating whatever they, 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 I mean, all the expenses. I can remember Jesus sitting with the collector of the taxes, drinking and everything, you know what I mean? And everybody say, oh, looking at Jesus over there, he's doing a party with her, and what about us? But he say, they need more help than you. So he was there, but he was the same time with you. So it's the same thing with you happening in your, in your past. You was, uh, try to get in, and, but you get it, now you just give it to the rest. What do you think, JD? Anything oh, to add? No, thank you so much for, for your valuable time. Have a happy uh, Easter Sunday. I wish you, everyone, have a wonderful weekend. And if you need anything else, let me know. I, I got it. Go. All right, buddy. Thanks for being on, man. Love you, buddy. Great, 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 great. So a couple exercises as we go. Breathe in Christ. Get your three breaths. Breathe in deep. Breathe out all your all your carbon dioxide, and let let go. Ask God to remove all the negative spirits. Bye, bye. Bring in the spirit of Jesus uh, when you breathe in. Three deep breaths at least. Um, gratitude. Think about what you're thankful for. Um, we usually go around. We're gonna cut down the time, but you know, just just. Spend time, even if it's a minute. What, what are you thankful for? And don't just think about the things you're most thankful for. Think about the things you're least thankful for. And go through an entire list. And think about things you've never thought about before. Because that's where you really get a revelation. So that's uh, the gratitude part. Um, and then I talked about this already. Is Ask Jesus to direct your life. Ask the Holy Spirit to direct your life. Whether it's day-to-day -day in your relationships and work follow his direction be obedient practice obedience and and lean on christ affirmation what god thinks about you you're an overcomer you're a champion you're made by design you're special you're important you're a masterpiece you're favored empowered anointed equipped strong intelligent and loved and from there um, Joel, you can do our, our opening prayer, but try to make it <laughs> try to make it quick. Yeah, yeah. please. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you for being here this Sunday to learn about your son Jesus. Louder. Or for learning about Jesus' ways to show us the right path to getting into you, God. Uh, thank you for one more day of living every day. And please, all the families take care. And everything I learned in the name of Jesus, amen. That was the fastest. Awesome. Thank you. And so we're going over John 6, 25, titled Jesus, the Bread of Life. And I'm reading out of the NIV, New International Version, Holy Bible. Um, this is a long one, so I apologize. You have to bear with me, and it's repetitive. We've heard these things before. We've gone over, right, how Jesus is the bread of life. You know, his, his blood, you'll never thirst again. And we're going to hear that again. 
uh, when we first looked at it, Joel was like, oh, we already did that. And I'm like, nope, we're going, <laughs> we're going again. And he doesn't just say it once. He says it like three or four times throughout this passage. And so what he's trying to do is remind you. Yeah, he's reminding you. And so one way that we teach people uh, or that we emphasize something is we repeat it. So imagine you're in grade school and your teacher is teaching you something and they really want you to learn it. You'll go over it every day or, you know, multiple times. And so that's what I think Jesus is doing here is he really wants us to understand the bread of life, um, drinking his blood, and that we will not hunger or thirst again. So here we go, starting with 25. They found him on the other side of the lake. They asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? And this is, uh, he, this is right after he walked on water and they had gone from one side of the lake to the other. So the people were looking for Jesus because they know he had left, but... They know he left, but they didn't know where, uh, or I'm sorry, they know the disciples left, but they did not know that Jesus left, and they were looking for him. So they found him on the other side of the lake. They asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, you are looking for me, not because you saw the signs I performed, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him, God the Father has placed his seal of approval. Then they asked him, What must we do to do the works God requires? Jesus answered, The works of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. And that's important, you know, just highlighting that. Very important. To believe in the one he has sent. So they asked him, What sign then will you give that we may see it? And believe you, what will you do? Our ancestors ate the man in the wilderness as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you. We're back to that. Jesus Very loves truly. it. <laughs> Very truly, I promise. Jesus is saying, I promise. It is not Moses who has given you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is the bread that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, Always give us this bread. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But as I told you, you have seen me and still do not believe. All those the Father gives me will come to me. And whoever comes to me, I will never drive away. For I have come down from heaven not to do, the, to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I shall... Lose none of those he has given me, but raise them up at the last day. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. At this the Jews there began to grumble about him, because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They said, Is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How can he now say, I came down from heaven? Stop grumbling amongst yourselves, Jesus answered. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws them. I will raise them up at the last day. It is written in the prophets. They will all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard, from, heard the Father and learned from him comes to me. No one who has seen the Father except the one who is from God. Only he has seen the Father. Very truly I tell you, the one who believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, yet they died. But here is the bread that comes down from heaven, which anyone may eat and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. 
Whoever eats this bread will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Then the Jews began to argue sharply among themselves. How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, he's promising again, Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. And I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is real food and my blood is real drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in them. Just as the living Father sent me and I live because of the Father, so the one who feeds on me will live because of me. This is a bread that came down from heaven. Your ancestors ate manna and died, but whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. He said this while teaching in the synagogue in Capernaum. So that's the entire uh, verse. Uh, we went all the way to 659, and so I apologize for the length of it. We heard a lot of repetition there from Jesus, and um, I think the message is pretty clear. There's some ish, you know, parts that I think are real important that we need to look at, and a lot of it is repetition of what we've talked about in the past. So what do you think, Joel? Well, uh, I, was, I understand that the part he, he was talking about, he said, like, very truly I tell you, you're looking for me. Not because you saw the signs I performed, because it's a lot to have to feel. So which means like, he gave a, he gave a lot of things. We, he generally was talking about what he feeling or not feeling to you, uh, to the to the time, to the people. It's like he's talking about the bread. It's like he worked so much to earn you, like to give in to you that bread to you can eat. All right. So he gave like so much things in your life to can enjoy, so you can throw away in the next minute too. So basically he's working for you. I mean, he, he give it like, hey, listen, I'm gonna give it this to you. So you gotta be in this path, this path, and remember who giving, who you getting from, and why my promise given to you. So keep going with me, but all this work he was doing because he was working for you. Not he was working for himself, he was working for you through God. God is the one who sent him to do his work. And the word is like, hey, listen, help these people. Tell these people who who you come from. Let, let me believe you because I believe there's a lot of there already no believe in you. So he worked for you. So basically like that, you got to remember, besides his giving his life, which is everything, he's telling you, you don't have to touch me. You don't have to believe what Moses said before. You have to just remind, remind me and Jesus. I give you the bread and the the, the part you, you gotta go through my father, you gotta go through me, but yeah, the one who giving you my blood, my bread, which is my, my spirit, everything is me to you. So you have to go through me. So he's wanna say, it's like I'm the new president. You don't have to look at another president. I mean no, I don't wanna compare Jesus to president, it's an example. So he is the one who give you everything to you. Oh, you want a car? Let me give you a car. You want like a now he has authority. He has authority. If you go to the ex president, Exactly. They don't have any authority. Don't have any authority. So it's exactly. But God is still in charge. God is the God is still He's doing his job for God because he's still telling God what he was doing. So uh, basically you just gotta remember what he got. He worked for you, he give you all the bread, he he even like he say, Oh all this like no work for food that spoils. I mean, you never worry like, oh, let me get this money, I'm so hard. 
can I get can I go to publisher buy this sandwich and then you see everything spoiled and then you say I don't work for this I work for this yeah, but I'm gonna give you this Jesus don't want the thing Jesus wanna give you your soul and everything you have it there for better and and, and and that's the whole basically the whole thing is about you have to listen to him you just have to follow the rules and if you follow the rules and you do what they eat this bread and drink his blood you're gonna be the best person ever just like that Andrea you wanna add um sure one second the part that I wanted to talk about. Well, just to summarize what Joel said is, um, you know, number we see it multiple times, but Jesus says over and over that he's the one you must go to. And he's trying to prove it to them. He's frustrated. He's constantly frustrated. You guys don't believe me. Believe me. He's constantly saying, believe me, I'm the way. I'm the one. He's, he says in another part that he's the way. So he's the door. He's the one to get into heaven. And then he talks about, you know, the loaves of bread and, and the, the wine or, you know, his blood is, um, his blood is, will quench our thirst. And the, the food and the blood or the body and the blood are, are everlasting. And so he compares it to manna. Manna, it came from heaven, but it's spoiled by that day. And they had to wait for new manna. Jesus, his bread never, it never spoils. And he uses the example of bread because he just did the miracle. We had just gone over these miracles where he, he multiplied the bread. And there was an abundance. Yeah. And there was enough for everybody. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. No, the, the part that I wanted to uh, talk about is the part in where... Um, God says, do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to turn alive. So what this means for me is that work for your spiritual life. Because um, that's what, what will take you to have that eternal life that God talks about. And like I said, uh, Jesus gave his life for us. So that's the most wonderful gift that we could have received. And for us to, um, how can I say, do our best in building that spiritual life every day. Great. Now, I want to go on a point of... Uh John six thirty six, so John six thirty six, Jesus says, "But as I told you, you have seen me and you still not believe." I actually want to go to thirty seven. All those who the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me, I will not drive away. And these are very important principles of Jesus. Extremely important. Number one, you need to believe. Number two. The Father decides who is going to come to Jesus, whether we want it or not. And whoever comes to me, Jesus said, whoever comes to me, I will never drive away. Meaning, Jesus is there for all people. He's chasing after you. He's chasing after everyone and trying to have a relationship with them. Trying to gain their belief, gain their trust. And this is the will of him who, I'm continuing. And this is the will of him who sent me. 
that I shall lose none of those he has given me, but raise them up at the last day. So I repeat it. And this is a will of he who sent me. So this is God's will that I shall lose none of those. So Jesus will never drive you away. He's not going to lose anyone that comes to him. And God decides who's going to come to Jesus. So God has control. God is the most powerful force. He's a creator. He created everybody. He created your genetic code. He created your wants and desires and all these things. So um, I think that's just extremely important. You want to add to that at all? And actually, you say everything is, everything was you say is right. The only thing that, the only thing that we say is like, basically, I was wondering, like, right now, how was Jesus in this time, you know? I was wondering, like, man, you still don't believe me? Man, you got to touch me, really? You know, it's not like that, so I just want to act like that, you know, as my mind, how Jesus will be doing this today. Because he was so much, he has so much patience. Because he got patience to be with 12 apostles and all the 12 besides, and he read the minds, but besides that one, oh, you're going to do this. You, he already knew what he's going to do. He read, he read the minds, for sure he read the minds. But instead, like, I know what he's thinking, what I'm going to do. Yeah, and he knows what they're thinking, and then he, he answers yeah, it, right? Really. And it trips him out. Because they're like, he's like, I know you think this. And they're like, <laughs> I wonder how they were reacted. Like, what the how does he know that you know anyway he's, he's and he that. knows they don't believe in him and he knows they have a bad a heart that it's not for him and so like in other in other he stories he gives so much chance he gives so much chance anyway and he just just keeps coming and coming okay. right and then Jesus said I am the bread that came down from heaven and they responded is this not Jesus the son of Joseph so they're like you're just a man and he's like I'm telling you how to get eternal life. I'm telling you happiness and all these things, but they're ignoring it. Stop grumbling amongst yourselves, Jesus answered. So there's the frustration in him again. Like, yeah, again, yeah. They're still grumbling, and I'm still here telling them to you believe. You fools, I'm here, yes. <laughs> oh, it's author John. It's like, you idiots. <laughs> Listen to this. You stupid people. I have to teach you. So... Yes. Jesus answered, no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws them. And that's repeating what he had said. The Father must draw them to Jesus. And he says, I will raise them up at the last day. So he mentions the last day like multiple times. But he keeps saying, I'll raise them up on the last day. And he says it for you know an obvious reason. He wants people to understand that, that part of it. It is written by the prophets. They will all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard their father and learned from him comes to me. No one has seen the Father except the one who is from God. Only he has seen the Father. So that's Jesus saying, I'm the only one that knows about this. I'm the only one that can teach you about it. You can't find it from anywhere else. Very truly, I tell you, he promises, the one who believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. So he says, the one who believes has eternal life. And then he says, I'm the bread of life. And he's the, his blood as well uh, quenches our hunger and thirst. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, yet they died. But here's a bread that comes down from heaven, which anyone may eat and not die. So Jesus is a manna that comes from heaven. We learn part of what Jesus is doing is he's using the Old Testament and the stories to teach people about God's um, character, about Jesus himself. And he, he uses it to explain as an analogy. Moses brought manna from heaven 
And that was great at that time, but it's spoiled. Jesus is a new, is way it? better, amazing thing. It came. It'll quench your, your hunger, and it's never going to spoil, and it's going to bring you eternal life. Go ahead. And I say the new Tesla. <laughs> Wait a way. It says, your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, yet they died. But here's the bread that comes down from heaven, which anyone may eat and not die. So it's open to anyone. I'm the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I give for the life of the world. Then the Jews began to argue sharply. How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus says, said to them, very truly, I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. So obviously, I, you know, this to me is, is like a spiritual, a spiritual point. It's, uh, it's something that you do that's a metaphor, analogy of ingesting Jesus. It's a passage. Yeah, it's, like, it's a passage you have, like, he want to make it like a tradition, probably. You know, it's like, hey, you got to go do this ad so you can remind who I am, how, what I do, you know. And with any, any religion do this interdiction about the, the, the bread and the wine representing it. You know? But you can see how they'd be confusing. It's kind of confusing, right? Imagine Andrea was here and she's like, my my, my flesh is a bread. <laughs> my blood is a, you know, my blood is the drink. Mm -hmm. It is kind of confusing. It's strange. It's hard to understand. But you got to look at it from like the spiritual perspective of when you have them, you never have You'll never need. You'll never go for needs. He'll take care of all of your needs and all your necessities. What do you think, Andrea? I was going to say that, too. Go ahead. Say it again. Yeah, this is what you say. <laughs> Sorry. Repetition. Jesus no, repeated himself how many times? Ooh. Four times, right? We have four different voices. But he was talking about literally. He's talking about, no, hey, it's my blood. Drinking now, he's thinking about like that. He's thinking about literally, guys. Please don't think that the other way. He continues, Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day again. For my flesh is real food, and my blood is real drink. So now he's saying, like, believe me, it's real. <laughs> he's repeating himself again. Whoever eats my flesh and drink, drinks my blood remains in me, and I in them. So once again, he's repeating. Mm -hmm. But he, this is a little twist. He says, when you do that, you remain with me and I'll remain with you. Meaning, we're going to join together. We're going to connect. Mm -hmm. We're going to create a spiritual unity. And it kind of reminds me of like a baptism, right? It's like a rebirth. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He's saying, I'm going to remain with you and you're going to remain with me. Just as the living Father sent me and I live because of the Father, so the one who feeds on me will live because of me. So we live only because of Jesus. Yep. And the fa so the Father gives life to Jesus. Jesus gives life to us is what mm -hmm. he's saying. But once again, this is like a spiritual life. Yeah, it's not cannibalism. You gotta, you gotta kill. Hey, let me get... <laughs> it's not like that, remember. It's spiritual, but it's also physical, right? Because without God, we're not gonna be birthed. You know what I mean? We're not gonna be created. But at the same time, it's like that, that rebirth in the spiritual... It could be, yeah. The spiritual, spiritual life spiritual as well. Life. It says, This is a bread that came down from heaven. Your ancestors ate manna and died, but whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. He said while teaching the synagogue in Capernaum. So he's teaching actual, like, um, 
religious leaders, Jewish people, and I think it's you know it's it's Wait, challenging what? for me to understand I'm a believer in Jesus. You know what I mean? So I can only imagine these people that have never been exposed to it. I've been exposed to this my entire life, and it's still kind of confusing. Yeah, it's still a little challenging. I mean, I believe, but I'm like, okay, what do I believe? <laughs> I believe Jesus. Okay, now what do I believe? <laughs> wow, really? You had to believe because you had to believe. It's not. It's another thing. It's like I trust. I trust. And it's, I don't know which one is a passage. <laughs> you don't ask more than you've been given. So you're given the knowledge and you give it. Everything is right there. So you just have to believe me. It's like. It's like now. It's like you're the one of the apostles. Really. Really? I had to touch you? you you acting like that. No. Believe me, my John May, right here is everything I'm giving it to you. So you don't have to be asking any more questions. I'm here, I'm giving it to you. It's like that, you know? So basically, you gotta accept it. You got another choice. You gotta accept it. So the non-believer is going hey, no, let me go away. But as you believe, you gotta accept it, whatever is reading you. And taking each timing passage to your life, you know? Like that. And just apply it the way that you can, right? It's Take as much information from it that you can, deduce as much as you can, and then try to take it with you and apply it. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Andrea? Nothing. I agree with everything. Okay. Well, that's all I got. Anything? Any last words? Any last words? That's how I, I love, love you. Today. He loves you. Joel loves you. <laughs> I love everyone. I love my kids. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Andrea loves you all as well. And um, we'll have Andrea do the, the final prayer. You can make it real yeah. quick. No, no, no. Here's what you can tell him. It's just, you know, thanks for listening. And, you know, we hope yes. to see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> we hope to see him next week. Go, Andrea. Go, Andrea. Yeah. Go, Andrea. All right, here we go. And then you can just say, you know, close it from there. The last prayer. Oh, God. There you go. You started already. Good. <laughs> You said already really good. Best start ever. Yes, sir. Um, well, thank you, God, for uh, giving us uh, another day of life, uh, for giving us the opportunity to share this special day with everyone. Um, and <laughs> any help? That's all you need. Tell Just you need. close us out. Okay. Um... Well, thank you for everything, and thank you everybody for uh, being here today with us. Uh, we hope to see you next time. There we go. Amen. Wonderful prayer. In Jesus' Amen. name we pray. Amen. Amen. And uh, yeah, thanks, Andre. You did great. And um, that's it. That's all I got. That's it. All right. Have a great Sunday. Have a great Sunday, guys. Bye. This one's done.